Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nochel Prano. Hello, Andy. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, fam. Um, update, though, for the first time in a while and going forward. I will not be in Los Angeles, California in the intro. Nobody on the show for the first time in a long time will be in Los Angeles, California. I've moved, Andy. Guess what? He moved to the Midwest, guys. He right. finally did it. I'm in Cleveland, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I actually moved to Ventura County. Andy, I mean, it's the greater Los Angeles area. It's the Southland, as they say out here on the news. That's the term I only heard once I got out here on the news. The, the Southland. Like, what the fuck is the Southland? But that doesn't make sense. It's north of L.A., so why would it be called the Southland? I think they, for some reason, they just call, like, the greater L.A. area the Southland, you know? I don't know why. But anyway, I've moved north of Los Angeles. I'm in, I'm actually, Andy, you know my love of the military. I've moved to Port Wainimi, where there's a huge military base. I, I live I live just blocks from a huge naval base. I can't be saying coming to you live from Port Wainimi. No, you can just, yeah, you can say whatever you want. Did Andy. I say that? Did I even pronounce it correctly? No. <laughs> Wainimi. Port Wainimi? Yeah, there you go. It sounds you like could a just drink. say Ventura County. You could say uh sounds like a drink. Give me some port yeah. wine, Nimi. Yeah, it does some port wine. <laughs> but I was telling you before the show, moved yesterday. Um, had plans first. I mean, just so many, so many lies. Oh, just go in and plug your internet in. I got up here. There's not even like, there's never been internet here. Like it's a brand new house. They didn't even have like Spectrum's coming tomorrow. Weirdly, we have the best, my camera and setup is looking the best that it's ever looked. And we're doing a, a hotspot from my phone. Move the whole day. When I say I moved the whole day yesterday, Andy, I mean the whole day. Start to finish. I finished unpacking. Can I hop in here real quick? Yeah. Reno has moved. Guys, this is the difference between us. I am like, I move and then I stay for the most part. Yeah. So I have known you. I think since like circa like 2010 or something. I've moved so many times. You know, the longest I ever lived anywhere by far was when I lived in my, uh, in my place on the boardwalk. I was there. Speech. I was there five years. And it was by far the longest. I, I mean, bef dude, I've lived in like, I've lived in 15 places in Venice. But that's what I'm saying. So since 2010, since I've known you, I've lived in three places. I've lived yeah. in the Smut Studio in Venice oh, Beach, my parents' house, my parents' house, 
in my current house in Cincinnati. Three places. Here we go. I lived when I first moved to LA in 2010. I lived on Penmar. Yeah, remember that. Then I lived uh, behind at Lachlan's. Two. Two. That's when I met Lachlan. Technically, I lived two different units at Lachlan's. <laughs> then I moved to Fourth Street. Then I moved to. Oh, I forgot about Fourth Street. So we're we're at four. Yeah, we're at four. You move, be you move behind Lincoln Boulevard. Um, right. Then I moved to Lincoln Place. Five. Yep. Then I moved to Millwood. Six. Then I moved to where did I move from Millwood? Okay. Then I moved to a bridge place, like, but between Millwood and my place on the boardwalk, I lived in a place for like two months. So I, I moved about to a bridge that. place. Then I moved to, um, then I moved to my place on the boardwalk. So we're up to eight. Yep. Then I moved to El Segundo. No, 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 no. Before El Segundo. Well, did you still have off of Lincoln? What? Well, the, uh, the, well, yeah. I mean, technically I was never out of the boardwalk though. Okay. Okay. Good point. Good point. Um, so, you're, so you're at eight still. Yeah. Uh, then oh. I moved to El Segundo. Nine. Then I moved to Malibu Canyon. That's 10. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to West Hollywood. That's 11. And then I just moved to Port Wainimi. So you moved to 12. Joe's live. You might as well become a mover. You moved to 12 different places since 2010. But just think about that too. I lived in one place for five years. In 13 years, I moved 12 places. And for five years, I was in one place. So that means in the other fucking seven years i've moved like twice a year basically it's insane it's insane living with women is hard <laughs> we That's couldn't be different right living with women is hard living with a bunch of different girlfriends whereas i'm like okay found my girl we're getting the house we're getting a kid and i get asked all the time yeah we're gonna get married at some point so people need to stop asking me that i run into around here it's more when around you get here married when are you getting married honestly it's like you did the kids so it's like what are we talking about at this point well, it's funny i said it to somebody the other day they said they said when are you getting married i said i said to this i said i said we own a house together we have a child together and i have a life insurance policy that she gets if i die her and the kid right so i was like basically the legal parameters are already there oh yeah yeah how would your parents feel about you having a kid and living? They would just be like, that's Andy. Mm, my mom wouldn't like it. She would, she, but she wouldn't at this point, dude, you know, like, yeah, because one of my mom's friends who I still stay in touch with, I asked her that. I said, what do you think my mom would think? She goes, Andy, at this point, she just want you happy. She'd yeah. want you to get married for sure. But exactly. Just like you know, I my mom like, mocked me so much about all these. She's like, "Here we go, six months with the girl, and then you have to go buy a new frying pan again." I'm like that's very supportive, mom. <laughs> buy a new frying pan. But I think she's, I think she's uh, more positive than ever that my current girlfriend is going to stick. Good. Anyway. 
back to the story. Real quick. I know you're going to get that story real quick. And I was like, oh, let's keep it tight today. I I had I did have a dream the other night about Savage Town. Oh, yeah? Remember when they were doing repairs and you could look through my bathroom into the Japanese guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> it was like that for like two weeks. I could literally go walk into my bathroom. I could see my Japanese neighbor cooking food. The fact that that happened is insane. That was basically my dream. I was back at Savage Town, but it wasn't really Savage Town. And I was seeing through an apartment into somebody else's. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I mean, it was reality. It happened. What's funny is, so the reason we ended up up here is because we wanted the beach. But it's just like everything down there is so expensive. We actually got a house, which is nice. Um, you know, but Savage Town came up on Zillow. And my girlfriend was like, look at this place. Like right by the beach. I was like, that is Savage Town. And she's like, well, <laughs> excuse me? It's what? <laughs> I was like, that's Savage Town. I was like, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, like it is like, that's probably what that loft space looks like. But also you need to know that at some point, like on Saturday, you'll be at the pool and just like some stripper will come down and then like two fucking gangbangers will come down. And then there's like poor fucking mad dog on her. And then the mayor will be out and they'll be playing volleyball. A homeless guy will steal your bike and light the bike on fire outside your place. And then the Japanese guy who lives next door will put his head through the wall and be like, Hey, is everybody you guys having fun in there? <laughs> I mean, it is, it is crazy. I, I was going through old Instagram stories, which by the way is great that those, you know, hold up. And I'm just like, I'm like, I, you know, you forget things. I'm like, Oh yeah. That time that I walked out to the pool one morning and there was a passed out homeless dude just laying by the <laughs> side of the, laying by the side of the hot tub. I'm like, dude, I lived, I lived in this place for 10, 12 years. Savage town. But you, do you have hot water right now? Okay. So what happened? So this is the story. So I moved all day yesterday. You know, like fucking all day. I mean, truck, driving it up here, unloading it. Dude, but we were unloaded by like, Unloaded, meaning everything like out of the truck. Sent my brother home with the truck at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. But you know, now now you got boxes. You just you just need to get like, where's my towels? Where's my shit? Where's my where? I gotta set up the couch, put a TV on thing. Just like unpacking. Yeah. I mean, I unpack with my buddy Sam until like eleven forty-five. Long day. And then I was just like, I just need a fucking hot shower and go to bed, get up eight hours from now, do dirty sports. Freezing cold shower. Mm, okay. And then it starts to piece together. I was like, the dryer wasn't drying. Now I don't have shower. Like, do I not have gas? So then I go to the, uh, go to the stovetop and I turn it on and it turns on for a second and then it flames out. I was like, I don't have gas. Now I'm from New York. If it's any, if it's anywhere near a winter month and you don't have heat or hot water, you call them and they're like, cool, we'll be over in three minutes. Like they just, it's like illegal for you not to have hot water. I guess in Southern California, it's different. I call them up and they're like, yeah, you turn on service, but we can't be out there to 
like switch it on until December 5th. And I was like, does not compute. I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, December 5th will be out there. I was like, listen to what you're saying right now. So from now until December 5th, I don't have heat or hot water or an oven or a dryer or anything that uses gas. They're like, yeah. And I was like, no, that's, that's ridiculous. They're like, sir, that's just the way it is. You set it up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I lied. I was like, I'm having Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. I was like, 12 people are coming over for Thanksgiving. What, like, what am I doing with this food? It's like, I'm microwaving everything. Like, what are we talking about? She's like, sir, you're going to have to call back. Um, we're after hours. This line is only for emergencies. Like, your gas is set up for December 5th. This is this is an emergency evening line. And you also can't call us tomorrow unless it's an emergency because it's Thanksgiving. I was like, cool, I have an emergency. And she's like, what? I was like, I have an emergency. She's like, what's your emergency? I was like, my whole house smells like gas. And she's like, what, what, what are you talking about? I was like, well, I thought I had, I thought it was just my hot water heater. So I was going to take a hot bath. So I put water on the stovetop and I started boiling it and it clicked on for a little bit. But apparently I don't have gas and I just had like the, the burner running for like an hour. So wait a second. She didn't just call your bluff and bullshit and say, She's like, sir, I, she goes, just so you know, if somebody comes out there for an emergency, they can't turn the gas on. I was like, cool. I have an emergency. And she's like, okay. So at 2.15 a.m., somebody finally arrives. Andy, when I say a smoking hot chick arrived, I mean a smoking hot Shut chick. Shut up. I swear to God. You're telling me at 2.15 a.m., I'll send you her Instagram later because Sam fucking this was like, hey, this sounds like a porno. You're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me at 2.15 a.m. A 10 walks into your house. A smoke show gas lady. Walks in at the end of the at the end of the thing. Sam's like, hey, uh, can can we give can I give Is you my Sam comedy? Yeah. He's like, can I give you my comedy info? Come to a show sometime. <laughs> smoke show. How old do you think she is? 27. Hispanic? Yeah. But so, wait, I, have, I have a whole theory on that real quick. There's a lot of like hot. I, I, I thought this in LA. I would notice a lot of like hot. She's probably Mexican, right? Probably. Like a lot but of. But also like blonde, which is weird. But I noticed a lot of attractive Mexican women in professions you wouldn't quote unquote assume i mean shows up in like a gas shirt and like work boots and whatever and sam and i are looking at each other and i was like bro i was like bro if she was in like if she was like going out to the club like she'd be like smoking he's like dude i know <laughs> all right so so your girl shows up she shows up comes in i was like listen the emergency i've got gas thing i left my gas on for like an hour she comes in. She's like, "There's no gas." She's like, "Hits her radio, her gas yeah, smelling machine." Yeah, yeah. She's like, "There's no gas in the air." I go, "Okay, so here's the deal." So I thought I had gas. It turned on the burner. I left it on for a while. That's why I thought there might be gas. Anyway, here's the deal. They said they can't turn it on till like, or yeah. So she goes, "Well, let's see if you have. Let's see if your gas is on." So we go out to the street, 
I don't even know where gas happens. We go out to the street. She pulls up like essentially like a mini manhole, you know? And she's like, this is where your gas is. And then she's like, yeah, it's not on. I was like, okay, cool. While you're down there, can you just turn it on? And she's like, I can't. Uh, she goes, I have to call it in. So she calls it in. And they're like, nope, they're coming out December 5th. We can't make an order for them. And I was like, I was like, listen. You're there. You're here. You're there. You're t- so so. Hold on, real quick. Let me ask the question. So, she could just turn on like a nozzle or something, like a knob. Basically, basically there's a it's a wrench. There's a the thing. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. she could she could do this manually herself. But they're saying, by the way, this is classic government, the bureaucracy. Yeah. They're claiming somebody else has to come out and do it. Yeah. This is why people have. This is why people justify their jobs. By the way. Yeah. I, she, I was like, so you could turn it on. She's like, I can, but like, I don't have an order form. Like, and, and if I can't order, then, then there's no paperwork. And if something goes wrong and your house blows up, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, just turn it on. <laughs> like, I was like, what if I gave you a hundred dollar bill right now? Turn it on. Never tell anybody anything about this. She's like, I'm not going to take your money, but if, you see that cover right there? She's like, if that cover magically broke and you magically got underneath it and then you magically took a wrench yourself and twisted it. Was she saying magically? Basically, yeah. She was just like, uh, then like you would have turned, but like I couldn't do that. And I was like, break the cover. And she's like, and she like undid the cover. She's like, okay, the cover's gone. And then I was like, so wait, what do I need? A wrench? And I was like, yeah, I like run inside and get a wrench and it like won't go. And I'm like, God damn it. And then I was like, I my wrench is too damn big to fit in this hole. And then Sam is like, you know, if like a wrench, is there any chance like a wrench would fall off your truck right now? And we could like whatever. And she literally like gives him a wrench. And then Sam does, and she watches him do it. And then she comes in the house and like looks at it, makes sure everything's good. And she's like, but I didn't do this. But like, this isn't like, I didn't turn your gas on. Is it weird that I'm turned on right now? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling, I'm like, like turned on. I'm like, oh, this is hot. I said to Sam after I was like, is this like a porno? Like two, yeah. two guys and there's a wrench and there's gas. Yeah. And your girlfriend shows up and it's a whole thing. Right. Well, listen, my my girlfriend is like in Palm Springs or whatever for the holiday. And like I, after I was like, yo, let me give you a hundred bucks. Sam's like, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> How long do you think she was out there? I mean, 20 minutes. But That's then we were, then she was like, listen, if you turn on your gas. Can you send me you- your Instagram right now? <laughs> <laughs> I go, if you, t- if you turn on your, gra- your, she goes, if you turn on your gas, you're going to have to like relight your like water heater yourself. And then she was like, unless you want me to like, go look at it. <laughs> and then she came back out of the house and was like, you have a tankless water heater. Like you're all good. And I was like, so I have gas. And she's like, yeah. And when somebody comes out here on the fifth, they're going to be like, what the fuck happened? But like, you did this, you did it. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I have no idea what happened here. Happy Thanksgiving. Bro. Took a shower. Finally took a shower. Did you jerk off in that shower? No. <laughs> I would I would like finally took a shower. 
Uh, then like restart, redid the dryer because the clothes weren't drying because there was no heat in the dryer. Did whatever. Anyway, got to bed at 4 a.m. Got up at 7.30 to record this podcast. So here we are. Well, luckily, Joe told me before the show, he got up. He's a little groggy. But luckily, he had a full, I wouldn't call carton, a little... 15 pack of magic mind. It's absolutely true, Andy. That's absolutely true. Cause I got up this morning. I don't have all my coffee fixings out yet. I don't have anything here. I grabbed a magic mind, slammed it this morning. This little guy, I talked about it last episode. This little guy will do wonders. It's something out of like, it's something out of like, uh, do you remember the old gummy bears cartoon? They take their gummy berry juice, gummy bears bouncing here and ever. <laughs> Dude, it's, I don't even know the words on the bottle. Aptogens, nootropics. I'm like, is this fantasy Matcha stuff? Matcha and vitamins. It's, it's like, a, what was that game? There was a game, there was a video game back in the day where you went around and you like got stuff and then you would drink like little bottles of like elixir to like up your strength and whatever. What this is. And here's Gauntlet. the best part. You remember Gauntlet? Yes. I just got it this morning. I was like, do, 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 get my elixir. Boop, boop, boop. Power strength, power boost. You know, I love Magic Mind too. I told uh, the woman I'm working with on this. It's based right down the street from where we used to live. It's literally down the street from Savage Town, from the Smut Studio. And this has been a game changer, especially this week for me. I had a little sickness, right? And now Isla's sick and not sleeping, which means I'm not sleeping. But the Magic Mind has given me the much-needed boost in the mornings to get me through the day with her because it's been kind of a, a, a brutal week. Guys, I can't state it enough. Get yourself some Magic Mind. Right now, you can get up to 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with our code. So take advantage of this offer right now. Go to www.magicmind.com forward slash dirty sports and use promo code dirty sports. I will put that in the description of the podcast. So seriously, if you guys are coffee people or if you need an extra little kick and it also helps you focus, which I love. So get yourself some magic mind because it is a game changer. Honestly, yesterday, I'm not sure I would have made it through the move without the magic mind. Well, and it's also not just, like I said, it's not just the energy. It's like it gives you that the razor focus. sharp focus. Yeah, yesterday, packing, moving, packing, like packing boxes, taping things, writing stuff down, putting it on a truck. Yeah, and, and I know everybody's, you know, we're all looking for a little something to give us a pick-me-up. And, and like, I don't, I'll just say, I don't fuck with those other things. I don't fuck with any of that energy stuff. That's not what this is. Five hour energy. It's, it's nothing like that. Yeah. So Joe's got it. He's going to be, he's going to, he's going to chuck through today and then watch some football. Do you have any, do you have any right. plans? You don't have any plans, do you? I've no, no, I'm calling it booms giving. Cause it's just me and boom. Me and my dog, Sam's here. He's asleep in the other room because he also went to sleep at four o'clock. He's obviously got Thanksgiving plans with his family. 
Um, by the way, everybody follow Sam Goldstein. You got Goldstein is his Instagram. This dude has now moved me twice. For what? For what reason? None. Just good, good dude. Hilarious comic. Works up in the San Luis Obispo. Is his base. He runs the Don't Tell comedy shows up there. Um, hilarious comic. Moved me twice. We're going to go surf after this. We're going to go down to the new beach spot right by me which is the whole reason I moved here. Kind of a secret little secret little beach town here. It's like, talk about a quiet town. Like you go to the, I, we surfed the other day, no one in the water, just like yeah. us. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Super secret. Well, um, you told me where you moved. I, I was like, where? I know. Totally. Me too. For a lot, I only knew it because you drive by when you go up to PCH and I was like, Oh, there's gotta be a surf spot over there. Like there's gotta be, but I've never come over here. And now I was like, Oh yeah. And then there's another, there's a very famous surf spot spot, silver strand. That's right over here on the other side of the base. So, but yeah, we got up here and I was like, really quiet secret little beach. So we're going to go surf after this and then, you know, watch some football. Of course I don't have, Cable, another thing. They were like, "Yeah, you're all set up for cable." And then I got up here. There's not even a, like it. There's not even like a Ethernet jack or whatever. So they're coming tomorrow. But today, you know what I broke out last night, Andy? So I could watch some football today. Broke out the cantenna. Ah, oh, the cantenna's plugged in. The Miller Lite cantenna. The cantenna coming through in the clutch. Nice little throwback. I want to talk about Jim Irsay because everything happening is cracking me up. Before we do that, I have to share. We're talking about Savage Town. I have to share a little Yoshi story because he reminds me of Savage Town. I because I, I forgot to mention this story. So Yoshi called me last weekend, last Saturday, and Yoshi Yoshi probably calls me every few months because he's Yoshi and he just wants to catch up. The truth is, I don't pick up most of the time. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's not a and I'm a talker as we know, but it's a call. You know, Yoshi will whole range every single topic from sports to yeah, current events, whatever. So and anyway, then I'm, and then 45 minutes, you're like, Yoshi, what do you want? Well, like, exactly. oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> that's exactly I, what happens. I'm going up to be airport. in Ohio in February. Because uh, in the late 1870s, there's a murder of 17 children. Boy, that's where the story's going. So I'm on the grill last Saturday, just grilling some burgers. And I have three missed calls from him. <laughs> so by the third time, and they're all in a row, by the third time, I'm like, okay. I'm also like trying to grill fast. You know, there's a whole thing. You know how I'm sure you've seen this with your friends and with your siblings. Like, Yoshi's like, uh, Andy, it's very important I speak yeah. to you. <laughs> I'm moving to Ohio. Why? <laughs> I am going to be the defensive coordinator for Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Yoshi? So you know how it is, like, the regiment people have with their kids. I'm, like, yeah. looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, I got to grill these burgers. She's got to get her bath, bottle, bed, the whole thing, you know. Like, like we have it down, right? <laughs> bath, to bottle, the science. bed. Bath bottle yeah. bed. It's like shower. It's the shower shit shave of babies. A hundred percent bath bottle bed. So I'm like, oh, I knew this can't be a quick call, but something might be wrong with Yoshi. I'm gonna call him back. So I call him back, and uh, 
he does exactly what you're saying. Hey man, how's it going? And I'm like, it's good, man. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I said, is everything all right? He's like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to catch up. Everything's all right. I'm like, well, you called me three times, Yoshi. I just, I didn't know something was going on. Yoshi like, in America, you don't call three times unless it's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, like, Shoot me a text. What's up? So then he says, uh, he says, I got a weird favor. And I'm thinking, of course you do. Here we you're, go. Yeah, you're, you're Yoshi. Yoshi. And I was like, favor? He goes, well, not really a favor. It's more of like your interest level. He said, uh, he goes, you're in Cincinnati, right? And I was like, Yoshi, you've literally stayed at my house. Yes. <laughs> he hasn't he said, stayed at uh, this house, has he? What's that? He stayed at your current house? No, he stayed at my parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Uh, but anyway, he said, he said in December, he, or no, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, I looked it up. Cincinnati's like not too far from Buffalo. I'm like, where's he, where, where's he going? It's like a six hour drive. Yeah. Six, six, six and a half hour drive. I go, where's he going with this? He goes, it's not too far. He goes, would you have any interest in going to the trial of the guy who tried to kill Salman Rushdie? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, you know, the, uh, one of the, one of the extremists that tried to kill Salman Rushdie recently that stabbed him. Uh, his trials in Buffalo in December. I was wondering if you wanted to drive up from Cincinnati with me. We can go check out the trial. Uh, I, I have a family. That's literally what I said. I go, I go, Yoshi, I got a nine month old. He goes, Oh yeah. I, I forgot you have a kid. So that's probably off the table. I'm like, bring go, her. Dude. <laughs> I was like, Yoshi, even can if we I get a baby Bjorn and just do it like hangover style. <laughs> Sitting in the front row of the Salman Rushdie <laughs> attempted murder trial with your baby. You'll make a did... great court sketches. <laughs> even if I didn't have a kid, dude, I'm I'm not driving with you. He's insane. And then he knew he kept trying to talk. I was like, Yoshi, I'm grilling. I gotta go put her to bed. I'm just trying to get these burgers, just throw them, you know, throw them in the kitchen table, cook them real quick. And he's like, yeah, but we really need to catch up. And I'm like, sure, man, anytime, but not right now. <laughs> anytime, but not right now. And not in a six-hour car ride to Buffalo for the Salman Rushdie attempted murder trial. What person do you think I was? Did you think I was the first person? Or was he, I like the second or third that he called about that? No, he definitely called. He definitely called one or two other people. He's got to know somebody in Toronto. Who's Who I was thinking? He's got to know somebody in like wherever. Cleveland. You know, so many people. Yeah. You're probably the third person he called and like he got two no's. So then he was panicked. That's why he called you three times. <laughs> you know, Yoshi, you could just fly straight to Buffalo. That's 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 what I was like. What, why are you calling me Yoshi? Dude, there's no one like that guy. Here's what I want. This Thank is a good God. segue. I know. This is a good this is a good segue. Y Yoshi is like uh This would be a good segue for, I think him and Jim Ursay should do a road trip together. Oh, yeah. Yoshi and Ursay. Now, you sent me this yesterday. You go, you got to check out these Ursay tweets. And so I went and, you know, Twitter, X, whatever. You go there, as we all know. 
you know, your timeline is in reverse order, right? So I get the last one and I'm like, what is it? What's happening here? So then I scroll, I'm going backwards. And, you know, you get to the point where you go like, all right, well, listen, just shut your brain off. Try to find the first one. And then start from there and go in the correct order. Then I roll back like five tweets. And like in the middle of the morning, it was like, hey, we just signed this like like roster update. We signed this guy. And then like 25 minutes later, it's some like unhinged first post of six about like his mammy or something like that. Yeah. And then, but then I was just like, what did this stem from? What the fuck happened? What, well, what did I miss? Yeah. Well, it all go, it all stemmed from the interview he did on HBO sports, which aired Tuesday. So Where Jim Mercy said- did an HBO sports show. He did HBO, he did whatever, what, inside the NFL or? I, I don't know, actually. I just know it was on HBO sports. He did an interview with Andrea Kramer. Okay. And she asked if his six-game suspension and his guilty plea from what happened in 2014 when he was out of his mind. I don't remember if he was drunk. He's definitely on pills. If that was a low point in his life and, uh, this is what he said. I mean, this is wild. This is what it all stems from. I am prejudiced against because of... Hold on. Oh, is that, is that, that's, that, sorry, that's the max volume we have. Okay. This is what he says. I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just the, the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course that... Do you know what it's going to sound like if people hear you say they're prejudiced against a rich white well, I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I don't, you know, I mean, <laughs> I can give a damn what people think how anything sounds or sounds like. The truth is the truth. And- so, if you guys couldn't hear that, because it's not the best audio. Why, also, why does Jim Ursay look like a retired wrestler? Why does he look like every guy? Why does he look like every guy who like used to wrestle? Why does he look exactly like Ric Flair looks now? Why does he look like Rowdy Roddy Piper, especially with the plaid on? You know, like all your favorite wrestlers from when we were a kid are now like 70. It's Jim Ursay. He he looks like he looks like every guy who used to wrestle. That's a great point. He does. So he said he was pulled over because he's a rich white billionaire. He was discriminated against. It's one of Classic. the funniest. I mean, one, one of the one of the uh, one of the most ironic statements of all time. Of all time. Of all time. It's one of the craziest statements I've ever heard. All right, boys. We're gonna get out there. And we're gonna hit the beat today. See? And I know what you're thinking. The rich white billionaires, they they make all the things go in this town. Yeah, they pay our salary. Nope, today we're going to pull them over for no reason. <laughs> so, we're really going to turn the table on these, these deep pockets, guys. That aired Tuesday night, Prano. So, of course, everybody has a field day yesterday Okay, so morning. then that's what happened. So that airs Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Everybody has a, you know, a riff on him. And he particularly goes at ESPN. uh, First take 
And that's where the tweet started. Where he tweeted yesterday at 4.02, first take, you're going to get your ass sued because there was no alcohol, no illegal drugs. And then he also flexes. $29,000 is low for me because he had all his cash on him too. $29,000 is low for me to be carrying. In 2014, 29,000 in 2014, he, for, for, by the way, it's tough to read this. I, I struggle at times, but it's not because I'm being stupid right now. It's because the guy doesn't know how to write because he's putting these commas, these asterisks, these fucking. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I, I read it. I was like, who is he on pills right now? Yeah. It's like tough to read. I okay. mean, that's the other thing. It's like he's like, he now he's just hiding behind the legality of it. It's like, there's no illegal pills. It's like, yeah, but, but like a prescription medication, if you take it, outside of the prescription that's like illegal like you can't just dude if i took 14 aspirin right now and i went for a drive like they'd be like you're fucked up yeah you're under the influence so but then he does this flex right he's saying oh i had twenty nine thousand dollars on me because he was giving away two to ten grand to the homeless on the street and making the world better heart emoji so you're like okay this is crazy so his next tweet is responding to what everybody did on first take and every other show and on Twitter and everything. Everybody's calling him out because not only is he a rich white billionaire, he inherited it. Like, let's call it what it is. Daddy had the Colts and daddy dies and you get the Colts. Yeah. Right. So then he tweets out his next one. My, my grandparents came from Ellis Island, just the shirt on their back, penniless and escaping Jewish concentration camps. I grew up in a horrible home where both my mother and sister, my brother and sister died in a car crash in 1971. I worked for a living and bought 30% of the Colts on a bank loan. Okay. Well, like to me, it's like, I don't know what that has to do with all these 100%, things happening. 100%. You know, and then he tweets this is where you're like dude how fucked up are you and on the first take the woman that preceded Stephen a how dare you pretend to know me i don't know your name and don't care to angry emoji if my black mother dorothy was still alive i read that i was like what yeah i, I didn't understand mean? it either i didn't understand it either you'd be in some big hot water you are mean and ugly you're a nothing burger. What? And then he and then he goes to tweet about Dorothy. Dorothy Bloodsaw was my black mom. She carried me in the house in Lincolnwood, Illinois, on 1959. I do love June. the phrase. I do love the phrase nothing burger, though. Some of these, some of these non-meat options. How how's no one done nothing burger? The Beyond Beef? How about nothing burger? <laughs> Dude, he's insane. So then he keeps I getting, know. He keeps tweeting about this, you know, basically the mammy who raised him. By the way, he's tweeted since we started our show. Jeez. At us? No. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. I see you, Andy Ruth. You think, (laughs) and you, Joe Brandon, you think not having gas for one day? Wait until I fucking shut, I shut off gas in your whole goddamn town. Dude, he's insane. How many times have I said we I've said this. Have I not said we need 
Forget hard knocks. How many times have I said, we need a HBO show that follows the owners around? Yeah. That's what I want. The players are cool. I want to, like, what the fuck Andy, is Jim- I have news for you. It's called Succession. <laughs> no, I know. It's a show where everybody's a billionaire and everyone's an idiot. Well, I don't think all the billionaires are idiots. I think he is. Yeah, he is. And a lot of the NFL owners are. I'd love to, like, what the fuck is Jim Ursay doing today on Thanksgiving? Definitely getting wasted. It's probably I already wasted. That. Oh, yeah, I love that for him. It's nuts, though. Dude, you, like, he, like, you know what's crazy about him? He has no clue. Probably doing a match for charity with Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> like, Prado, he has no clue. And whoever that was on before Stephen A, you're going to be in real trouble. Listen to me. Trouble. You're going to be in real trouble, <laughs> mister, when I show up to your town. Look at him. <laughs> he, he looks like a fucking former wrestler. He really does. Look, like, look at his face. <laughs> Listen here, Andrea Kramer. <laughs> My man, you're not going to like it when me and Macho Man show up to your house. <laughs> you know what I love about Jim Irsay? He has no clue how privileged he sounds. Like, yeah. dude. Like he said, like snap into a slim Jim Irsay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love is that he talks about how he grew up in a horrible home and he had to work. And then his next tweet is, "But I was raised by my nanny." <laughs> like, yeah. like, dude, you not realize they contradict each other? Also, what is with this? Ma- like, mammy itself is racist, isn't it? You say mammy? I think it kind of is at this point, right? Well, it's we like just, it's like we just hired a black woman to be our mom. That's our mammy. That we probably underpaid. Yeah. Isn't that the movie? Isn't that the movie The Help? I didn't see the help, but probably. It's a good movie. And that's basically what it's about. Is is these these southern women who have the, the you know, they hire the black woman to basically raise their kids. And they're struggling and they're underpaid and these women are, you know, racist and they don't treat them with respect. They, that's basically what it is. He basically described the help. What's like the, did you see, the, have you seen the, the tweets? It's like the, the old cartoon, you know, how cartoons used to be so racist back then. Keep my name out of your mouth, Stephen A. Smith. Now, maybe the trouble that you're having here is you weren't raised right because I hired your mom to raise me. <laughs> We paid your mom millions of dollars to leave you at home alone so that you could come raise me. <laughs> Wait, that sounds wrong. I don't know if you should be saying that. At this point, I'd like to know who the craziest NFL owner is. Because the spec the spectrum is like you have your Jerry Jones, you have your Robert Kraft. I mean, Daniel Snyder's out. Yeah, so he's off the table, which is good because he's he's been living on a boat for the last two and a half years. 
but then you have also have your Ursays, and then you have like your like your Bengals owner who's like hated by everyone and also cheap. It's, so it's like it, it's insane to say this, but it is this simple. Jim Ursay is an old timey, like an old broken down wrestler. He's basically Mickey Rourke's character from The Wrestler, but he still has a haircut. Like Mark Davis going out in the street every day looking like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's mental illness. <laughs> just the internet just goes, bro, your hair's fucking ridiculous every day. Listen, I have a mustache. I have a pretty, you know, famous mustache at this point. Whenever I post something on the internet and it gets any sort of like virility, um, 75% of the comments are about my mustache. If it's, if, if the people who I make fun of in the joke are triggered, then it's a pedophile mustache. Then it's mm -hmm. like, whatever, yeah. or, you know, you get the tons of people who are like, that's bro. Sickest mustache you've ever seen. But it's like, it's, you know, it's pretty neutral. And I would say it's more complimentary than not. If, if I only got. 1 million your mustache is ridiculous what how do you go out of the house looking like that and i just kept it that's mental illness like yeah but but can i counter this dude get a just get a haircut i think he i think he loves that though there who loves just being like you look like a chucky doll i think some people <laughs> some people you look like I, a cabbage patch kid he's like yeah it's great that's what i'm going for well, where's he get his haircut? Didn't he say Great Clips? Didn't he drive like an old van Dude, forever? First, first of all, Great Clips, like it's not like pe people act like they all be like super cuts, Great Clips or whatever. It's like, dude, you'll get a bad haircut, but I'm not going in there with this and then coming out looking like Mark Davis. Like, he requests that. That is his haircut. That's his look. That's his vibe. It's not like he's like, I go to great clips and every time they fuck it up and make me look like a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> but I'm a loyal guy. I've been going to that great clips forever. Like George Clooney uses a Floby. I'm trying to get to the bottom of his hairstyle. He claims this is from he 2021. Watched Goonies in 1987, he saw Sloth and he was like, that's, that's it. That's my look forever. They're like the mongoloid that they have chained up in a basement. This is your hair inspiration. He's like, I love it. It's just like one little tuft at the top of his deformed skull. He says, you know, when you, you know, when you go into a, a barber and you're like, yeah, this is weird. But like, I brought a picture of like a celebrity that I want. He just came in with sloth from Goonies. He's like, can you give me the sloth? The lady was like, I've done a couple of the Rachels, but uh, I've never done a sloth. I mean, it's pretty incredible. He's like, make it look like my Italian mother dropped me on my head numerous times to the point where my brain was so deformed that I couldn't be trusted not to be chained up in a basement. Do you think it's a hairpiece? No. How would one even buy one? <laughs> that, that hairpiece is like, if if that's a hairpiece, 
like who I don't even know how one manufactures hair pieces, but I feel like out there there's a guy who cuts hair pieces and then there's just like leftover things on the floor. And then somehow they all got stuck together and then that was put on Mark Davis's head. Did you see this thing why he uh, I mean Jerry uh, Jones puts extra sodium on his McGriddle, but like it's not even the same realm as this dude's hair. Did you ever see when they photoshopped him bald? He had to look better, right? Oh, he looked, dude. I guess I I don't remember this. I guess this was a thing on the internet, and he looks a hundred percent better. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he look a lot better? Yeah. Yeah, he it's looks like every guy who gave up. Yeah, he looks instead of like, a guy instead of a mentally ill guy. <laughs> Have you seen my football team? <laughs> Have you seen my football team? You know how you said that you you're off on the Eagles because the coach wears a thong. I mean, you got to be off on the Raiders until he changes his hair, right? Yeah. He's gonna watch all the games today. Yeah, that's the plan. We got what well, I mean, it's always Detroit first, then Dallas, and then it's San Francisco and who? Seattle. It's a fun little fun little late game. Yeah, no, it is. There's a there's a lot of a lot of interesting news this week in the NFL. You probably didn't see this. Did you see the athletic poll? No. Players poll? No. I'm I just want to go through a few of these. Briefly, um, because your MetLife was was one of the worst in the poll, and it's I hate, it's I a uh, what's that? I do, I do hate MetLife. Well, I that's know. I don't know what they that was. Talk about your all time terrible stadium rebuilds. Well, that's kind of what they say. Basically, the Athletic did a you know, and again, this this isn't a shit ton of people, but they did an anonymous poll where they took eighty five random players. And they pulled them on everything. And uh, MetLife was voted the worst place to play. Well, I know in addition, like, well, f- obviously, if the fan experience at MetLife isn't great. Um, and, you know, you would think that there's old stadiums and whatever, like, I got to imagine, and I know there's obviously a history of like Lambeau Field and Soldier Field and whatever, but I got to imagine the showers and shit there aren't like top notch. I'm sure like the quality of all that stuff, but the combination that like everybody just says the turf, the turf. Is well, that, that that was it. That was it. That was one. That was the main thing from the from the quotes. That the worst day to play and vote again. This is like eighty people. It was MetLife, then FedEx Field, then Highmark, which is where in Buffalo. And then Lambo, then Soldier Field. But ironically, some of those, you know, some of those are also some of the most fun. Like right. best names to play in. Number one was Arrowhead. And most people said because of the experience, right? It's just, it's just insane. It's fun to play. Number one for best name to play was Arrowhead. Number two was US Bank in Minneapolis. Three was SoFi. Four was Lambo. So like Lambo makes both, right? Because it's right. like, like you said, they probably have the old facilities and the locker rooms, but it's the whole thing. 
I thought I, I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, everybody dunked on MetLife. Yeah, not surprising. Here's a surprising one. Best players in today's game. Now, obviously, Patrick Mahomes ran away with it. Again, this is just from 80. This one had 84 responses. Number two was Aaron Donald. Wow. Then Tyreek Hill, then Miles Garrett, then Lamar Jackson, then Joe Burrow. Wow. Man, it's, 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 it's a small number. But but I did find you should go to this sometime. Overwhelmingly, number one, aside from which current coach, who would you want to play for? Pretty overwhelmingly was Mike Tomlin. That's might be a little surprising, but I can see it. It went Tomlin, Mike McDaniel, Andy Reid, Dan Campbell, Sean McVay, tied with Kyle Shanahan, and tied with Nick Sirianni. Wow. It's it's a fun little thing to uh, go through. Most underrated player, T. Higgins. It's like like, I like there's that. a yeah, there's a bunch of these. Most annoying fan base, no surprise. Number one was Eagles. Number two was Cowboys. Yeah, that's great. That seems. I love that all these have been. You know, a lot of times they get, you get these and and they're. Uh, I feel like all these have been pretty spot on so far. Well, here's one that might surprise you. Commissioner Roger Goodell, thumbs up or thumbs down? 50, almost 59% up, 11% middle, and 30% down. Yeah, and the, that is and surprising. The, and the quotes, one player's, you know, these are all anonymous. He continues to elevate the league and make everyone more money. So it's like... He's making us money, so we're going to give him a thumbs up. Now, the officiating was not rated well. No surprise there. Right. So, anyway, it's it's something fun to go through. Um, but they really... Oh, one last one. Turf versus grass debate. Overblown or real concern? This was probably one of the highest percentage as far as on one side. 82% said real concern. It's crazy. That's how that's how we're we're at with it, and we're still going to be the next stadium that comes out will be turf. Like it's even though even though the owner remember the owner's response, we're still doing studies. Well, your yeah. players eighty two percent. Did you see? There's a couple old quarterback news articles. One Tom Brady was shitting on the current state of the NFL. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. I I've I've seen the latest in old man yells at the clouds. Did you see the Drew Brees thing? No. This is kind of wild. Did did it start back in my day? No, no, no. Drew Brees said he can't throw at all with his right hand anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Like just can't throw. Just tossed it out there on an interview Tuesday. Uh, on Mike Green's shirt, uh, on uh, on Greeny's show, Mike Greenberg's show, he said, "I don't throw with my right arm anymore. My my right." He said, "My right arm does not work. So when I throw in the backyard with my son, I throw with my left hand." That's crazy. Is it just like 
the fact that he stopped like working it at all it's just like his issues like calcified and and he like he didn't retire because of injury i know well i, I think i think you're right i think that's what happens and then he went into the whole thing about like you got to use it like i'll be honest I, I obviously i'm not drew Brees. my shoulder has been so sore lately I just haven't been exercising at all probably the last two years, really, that much. And it's the one I've dislocated three times. And I also had torn labrum ligaments in this at some point. And it's like, when you don't use it, man. Yeah. When you've torn stuff, he said he'd still be playing now. If what? His shoulder was fine? Yeah. And basically, he they stretched out that shelf life as long as he could. Huh. But that's insane that like he can't even throw with his right 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 hand anymore. Yeah, that is crazy. You want to preview some games? Talk a little games? Let's fucking do it. Because we should get to this one real quick because it's about to start. Yeah. So so we can really bang that out. Um, we'll go through these. We'll play some calls. We'll do the norm. I know you're going to be drinking some Miller Lite today, aren't you? <laughs> Andy, please. Please, obviously. It, the you know, works, I, right? The fridge works. Fridge works. And it's already got Miller Lights in it. Went out and got Miller Lights last night. I was like, I need Miller Lights for the game. Thanksgiving. Me and me and my dog alone on Thanksgiving. Me and my dog in a Miller Light. Kind of perfect. I have a great Miller Light Thanksgiving memory. It was my first ever Thanksgiving on the West Coast when I was living in Las Vegas. My buddy, who was the assistant principal at the school that I was teaching at the time, he was a uh, Minnesota guy, big, big Vikings fan, big Miller Lite supporter. He's like, my family's flying into town from Minnesota. You probably have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. We're going to cook and we're just going to have Miller Lights all day. And I, ju I just remember that Thanksgiving, how great it was. It was just an endless supply of Miller Lights, great food and football with multiple naps it's the best i mean what, honestly, what else could you ask for honestly the best miller light on thanksgiving i've i i can't tell you how many memories i have of miller light on thanksgiving because it's just since i've been we'll call it 21 since i've been 21 it's been a staple of my thanksgiving you know, you get started. It's, it's, that's the best part about miller light it's not it's 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 in the name it's light it's a light drinker. Yeah. You know, you have it with the apps. You have it with the, you know, the pasta that comes out as we do in the Italian family. You have it with the, the meal. You can have it the whole day. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times in my, my early twenties too, we were talking about, you know, the elixir before, but like, you know, you got that, you got the superpower of like five Miller lights in you, you go out there at the cousin Turkey bowl. Suddenly I'm Tecmo bowl, bowl Jackson, just <laughs> Miller light fueled, like running over a nine year old cousin. <laughs> Stiff aren't like Derek Henrying, uh, Derek Henrying, my freshman in high school cousin during the trickle. Get off of me. 
Make it Miller time all season long. Get Miller Lite delivered right to your door. Visit MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Okay, like I said, we got a game starting soon, so we should probably let's rock and roll. Get this one in before we get rocking and rolling. Ooh, this one moved even since last night. Packers, Lions from Ford Field. Lions are up to eight and a half point favorites, Joe Prano. Um, that's it. Did it go up? It did. It was seven and a half yesterday because I was looking at the spreads. Uh, listen. The Lions are a good football team. There's no doubt about it. They're a top three team in the NFC. Eight and a half seems too high to me. Like, I know I they agree. I know they absolutely smashed the Packers in Lambeau early in the season. I'm absolutely none of this has anything to do with the Packers winning a game last week and looking halfway decent. Just like the Lions defense is a little sus. Oh yeah. It's a little sus. Full bend. And it's Thanksgiving. Like I know. The Packers will be up for it. Yeah. God, how that's much a, you miss a... Madden? How much you miss the end of that game? Hey, look here. We're gonna give this give a turkey leg stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a cow's asshole. <laughs> You get the you get the turducken player of the game. Boom! It's going to, and, mean, then it was, and then it was like always. You know, you think about all the weird Detroit Lions through the years. It's going to Eric Kramer. <laughs> You're like, whoa! I gotta watch that Barry Sanders documentary on Amazon. Oh, I didn't even know there was a Barry Sanders. Yeah, and apparently it's the first time where he's really going into depth about retiring and why and the whole thing. Yeah, it just came out this week. I think it's called Bye Barry Bye or something or Bye Bye Barry. I'm real interested in that. Yeah, Madden was the best, man. I, you know, it's it's like I really connect my childhood and Thanksgiving. I know that duo. I I truly connect my childhood Thanksgivings. Calling the games. Eight and a half is a lot. I agree with you. I'm gonna take the Packers to cover. I was already feeling seven and a half was a lot, to be honest. And now that points, or now that spreads jumped another point. Now the next one I I feel deservingly is high. Commanders Cowboys. I think the Cowboys cover at thirteen and a half. Ooh. The I mean the Commanders got molly walled by Tommy DeVito last week, which means they'll come back and they'll play a game. Watch. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Commanders. Division game. Um, you know, if you're a Commanders fan, you got to be hoping that you get 40, that they just put 40 on you. Okay, so you, we have a call about this. Okay. We have a call from a dirtball specifically about, he wants to know what you and I think because he's like, you guys think everybody should tank. I'll, I'll just play the call. Basically, yeah. What up? This is uh, John, the old Purdue dirtball, who was trying to get y'all to switch from whatever. Back when you guys were fans of Ball State, 
which growing up in Indiana, anyone's a fan of Ball State, that's like, like an insane move. But uh, that's for another <laughs> day. Move. I'm a big Bears fan, and it seems that every week I'm told to root for my team to lose. And I'm just curious, like, could you guys list all the fan bases that, you know, seemingly are allowed to root for their team to win? Because, I mean, in my opinion, based on your criteria, it's like only a handful of teams. And that's just so antithetical to sports. Like, what, you know, what are we even doing at that point? I should just go into every Sunday hoping to lose. So, you know, I'd love to hear that list if you guys can get to 15 then whatever fair play good 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 take but i feel like you guys are going to get to like less than 10 and then what are we even doing at that point thanks uh i guess condoms are for uh you fans who you youth fans youth fans i don't know um, but I mean this the the list uh let's do it. I, I have a list in front of me. I don't know. But like first first of all, let, let's start with one thing. The NFL isn't major league baseball, it's not the NBA, it's not whatever. Like you get in, you have a chance, but like also only to like some degree. But the to start the year, you should absolutely root for your team. Yeah, I think that I think that's a good way to put it. In to start the year in the NFL, like in the NBA, you should probably like there are teams like I could tell you before the season started, half two thirds of the league isn't winning. In the NFL, even though you have the Chiefs who are on like a crazy run, the Niners who are pretty dominant, and the Eagles who are great, like I mean, dude, we're two years removed from the Detroit Lions being whatever, like. That's the thing. If you're a Lions fan, you shouldn't be rooting for yourself to lose right now. Even if I don't think you have a chance, like when you say, when we say, I always say Super Bowl or bust. If you can't win the Super Bowl, you should be tanking. But that doesn't necessarily, that it doesn't, just the way I said last year, and everybody was so up my ass about the Giants last year, you don't have a chance. You say you don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl, so why you chance? Because you have to build something. Like the Lions went from four wins to the cusp of the Super Bowl to potentially the two or the three seed, the one, two, or three seed in the NFC. Like, of course you're rooting to win. Even if I believe. Super Bowl. What? What's that? The Lions on the cusp of the Super Bowl. What? I'm saying if you're a one or two, three seed, you, oh. you're, if you're a one, two, three seed, you're you're on the cusp of contending sure. for the Super Bowl. Even if I think that the Lions have under a 5% chance of winning the Super Bowl. Like, I don't think the Lions are winning the Super Bowl. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But you should be winning all of your games. Yeah, for sure. It builds confidence. That's real. And you're but, building, look, yeah, you're building a franchise. I could easily, I'll just go through them. I could easily come up with. I bet y'all come up with 15 teams. Let's do it. I'm just going to start. That's your win? Go, oh, no way. I'll, you and I will be different on this, but I'll go through yeah. right now. I'll start in the AFC. I'll just go from division to division. Okay. And I'll, and I'll mark them down. Dolphins. Bills from that division. Jets, Patriots, don't win. So we have two. Ravens, right. Browns, Steelers. So, let's let's just talk about it. the Bills are not a playoff team right now, but we know that they've been there 
And that's, that's a team that you, okay, do they, do they get hot? That's my point. You get hot in the playoffs. Bills yeah. for sure should win. Dolphins for sure should win. Jets, we know the quarterback situation. No. Patriots are an absolute dumpster fire. No. Right. Ravens, of course, yes. Browns with a backup, yes. Because of the history, momentum, and all that is real. If, if they get in the playoffs and win a game or two with a backup, that's good for next year. That's good for the team. Yeah. Um, Browns to me are borderline be only because they're the Browns. We talked about like, oh, you got to like at some like, dude, if you're the Browns winning a playoff game and also how many, how many draft picks are the Browns going to have before you go, nah, them having a top draft pick doesn't really matter. They're going to fuck it up anyway. So like, yeah, if you're the Browns, like getting in the playoffs is a win and winning a game is a win in the same way for the Steelers. Steelers haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Yeah. That's important for Kenny Pickett's confidence. That's important for the franchise. That's important. You haven't won a playoff game in that long. So so I'm already at five teams through two divisions. Bengals, yeah. no. Don't, don't matter. You have a backup. You're not going to do anything. Right. So, so I'm at five teams already. AFC South. Jags, yes, of course. Yeah. Texans, yes. You're building something with a yep. rookie. So I'm already at... So now I'm at seven. Seven. Colts are borderline for me. No, but for what they have zero percent chance of winning the Super Bowl. They yeah, already have a quarterback that they drafted. Yeah, but you have a young team. Again, you're building for next year, even though the quarterback's not playing. You have a rookie head coach. You have a young Lose. team. Lose. Okay, I disagree. Yeah, you're. You're. Uh, uh, listen, you got a quarterback, right? That is already hurt. Go out. Get. Go out and get a defense player. Go out and get an offensive lineman. Go out and get a, a weapon for him. He's out. He's done. Don't okay. don't win with Gardner Minshew. Okay. Well, we disagree. So I'm already at eight, and I'm at seven. Chiefs, yes, obviously. Broncos, yes, because you have the whole situation. You got you got to build something. Zero percent chance that they but, should. Because if they get in the playoffs and win a playoff game, that's good for. They don't. They don't. They have an eleven percent chance of getting in the playoffs. Yeah, but again. It'll build momentum for next year. Continuity with Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, the pieces that they would want to put around him as far as building a defense, building an offense. Hard disagree on the Broncos. And I and same for the Raiders. I think the Raiders not only, not only not only should the Broncos not the Broncos shouldn't win because of the Russell Wilson. They already get, they already punted a bunch of draft picks away. Dude, you need stuck. high draft picks again. You're stuck with Russ, man. You're stuck. I know, but you're also so stuck you should want to try to win with him. Yeah, but only, you should try to win the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, and it which starts do, with getting which. Well, it starts with getting you better players around him because you gave a bunch of them away to the fucking Seahawks. My point is, if you picks. get a if you get a playoff win again, they're not no, getting a playoff win. We're we talking. Again, first of all, listen, we're talking about this. Of course, the Broncos should have tried to win the first six weeks of the season. At this point, the Broncos are a Hail Mary of getting into the playoffs. And if they do, they're absolutely not winning a game. So the Broncos should be losing. Okay. Disagree. And you're going to disagree with me on the Raiders. I want to see. I want them to try to keep winning because let's see what Antonio Pierce can do. That honestly, that I could, I'm way more on board with that because the Raiders have had multiple interim coaches recently be successful. And then they go and they try to do a splashy hire and it's a debacle. So yeah, you want to show that you want to play for this guy and take the, take the, uh, interim tag off him. Sure. Fine. Now 
I don't know enough about Antonio Pierce as a coach other than the fact that he kicked the shit out of the Giants. And I love Antonio Pierce as a person. Um, so I'm fine with that. But at the same time, is like in the long run, is he going to be a great NFL coach? It's hard to say. But at this point, it's hard to find great. Like there's a lot of bad coaching. So I'm okay with winning for Pierce. Even though if Antonio Pierce got the job for what he's done so far, if they named him, the, if they were like, he's like, you know, when the uh, TV show gets renewed mid season, they're like, it's renewed for season two. If they said, we're taking the interim tag off of Antonio Pierce right now, he's our coach for next year, no matter what happens from the year on out. If I was him, I'd start losing games. Yeah. He's only coached three games. I'd be like, listen, guys, now we know what we can do. Let's tank and get some draft picks so we can really fucking turn this Okay, up. so I'm at 12. Obviously, I think the Chargers should tank because we need to get Brandon Staley out of there. So, I'm, dude, I'm at 12 on just the AFC. And I'm at, what, 10? Because like I'm 10. out on the Colts and I'm out on the Broncos. Eagles, yes. Yep. Cowboys, yes. Yep. Commanders and Giants, no. Correct. Lions, yes. Again, we're trying to build something. We haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. Yeah. And there's a 5% chance that you win the Super Bowl. So I'm at 15 with the Lions now. Vikings? What are you winning? What are you winning? You're building. You have the young wide receivers. You got backs. You're putting a defense together. Now you have a defensive personality because you have a great defensive coordinator. You're stockpiling talent. You don't have a franchise quarterback. You're not winning shit. You absolutely should not be winning games. I disagree. I think they should. Also, you talk about turning stuff around. The culture of the Minnesota Vikings winning enough games to get into the playoffs and losing the first round of the playoffs is their only culture. You would think anything but that. Again, I think it sets the tone for the next year. What is the tone for the next year? There's a ch- they're okay. more prone not to not to re-sign Cousins if they go to the playoffs and win a, a game with a backup. I think they're more prone to not sign him. Okay, let me ask you something, Andy. Am I not if, correct in that? Hold on. The top three teams in the <laughs> NFC are the Eagles, the Lions, and the Niners. What percent chance do the Minnesota Vikings have of beating any of them in a road playoff game? What percent chance? The best oh. one would be the Lions. Okay. And then that's what? 20%. So 20% divided by three, because you're probably whatever. You're at, you have a 7% chance of winning a playoff game this year? Tank. Okay. Disagree. So I think that's three teams different or four. So I'm at, I think 16 Packers. I'd say tank. Yep. Bears tank. Yeah. NFC South is kind of a mess. Now the bears, I guess don't have their fucking, no, they do have their draft. They do have, they have multiple. Yeah, of course the bears should be tanking. 
I don't the NFC South is tough for me. Saints, Falcons, Bucks, Panthers. All those teams are literally within one game apart minus the Panthers. When you yeah. When you win the division. Winning the the division is different than getting a wild card because you get a home game. So I'd say you'd want all three to win the Saints, the, Falcons, and Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Hosting a home playoff game. That's good for your fans. Host a home playoff game. So, Joe, that would put me at 19. And I'm at like 15 or 16. And then the Niners, yes. Yep. The Seahawks, yes. The Seahawks are... mm, Six and four. Sure. They're borderline. What about the Rams? The Rams could make a playoff push. No. Now, in fact, in in fact, if you're the Rams, you get you probably like you probably rejuice. You do one more shot with McVeigh and with Stafford. Get as much talent as you can for one last hurrah. It ain't this year. Okay, who are you I'm beating fine. in a playoff game? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with no on the Rams and obviously no on the Cardinals. I'm at 21. So you're let's say you're at 18. Let's say I'm at even if I'm at 16 Seven. or 17. Even let's take still... it. I'm I'm no lower than 16. So there okay, you go. So then you're half the league. So we proved our point. So it's not too bad. It's not as bad as the caller thought. Boom. Yeah, you're at half the league. All right, so you're taking the Commanders, and I'm taking the Dolphins. Or I'm sorry, the the Jesus Christ, the Cowboys. Yeah. All right, your night game. Niners, Seahawks. It's in Seattle. Niners are seven point favorites. You're up first. In Seattle, fucking killer, dude. I know. We all know how big cock brought, you know, it's cold. I'm going to take the Niners, but I don't feel great about it. I'm not. I'm taking Seattle for sure. Although, you know, hold on. Before we, before either of us finalize this. Let's we're forgetting the Geno Smith situation. Let me just see if he's playing. Hold on. Look at where we are in life at this point. Let's make sure Geno Smith's in. Well, you know, it matters. Of course. Questionable. He's most likely going to play. Now, Kenneth Walker, their running back, is doubtful. I'm still sticking with Seattle, man. I just think that's that's a big line. Do we go? Th- no, we didn't go three different games. We went. You also are on the Packers. Correct. Packers are up seven nothing. Already. All right. I didn't know because I hear Coco Melon in the background upstairs. Never ends. Okay. Friday. I forgot we got a Black Friday game. The NFL just taking over everything. Dolphins. Somebody, somebody, some, um, I think it's, I'm assuming it's a dirt ball. Some dirt ball tagged me in this like long TikTok about how great the fucking michigan ohio state rivalry is because you know we say we're not going to watch college football and i'm not 
denying how great the Michigan State or the Michigan uh, Ohio State rivalry is. But it was like all the little intricacies of it over the years, over the hundred years they've played. It was just being like, look how fucking cool this is. I was like, dude, we have Thursday football this week, three games. We have a Black Friday game and we have a full slate on Sunday. I will watch zero seconds of that game. Have a great day. I'll watch zero seconds. I will watch zero seconds. Zero. Over under 0.5 minutes. <laughs> Over under 0.5 seconds. That's funny. Live? Live on Saturday? No, not watching it. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, NFL. Guess how many ranked teams? It's a holiday weekend, dude. I ain't nobody got time for no college, no fucking fake ass students playing. It's a fucking Midwest battle of the fucking who's goddamn, I don't even know what states had more presidents. Guess how many ranked teams Michigan and Ohio State had been combined when they played them at the time? This is why college football to me is just like, I just don't get it. Three. Three. Combined, Michigan and Ohio State have beaten three ranked teams combined. Like, but when you start the year as a top five team, like, I just I just don't understand that. So, like, this is what I would want a, I would want a college football fan to explain to me. I'd, I'd say to them, okay. They haven't really played anybody, right? Whereas, like, Washington has beaten, again, at the time when they played these teams, they've beaten one, two, three, four. No, I'm sorry, three. No, four, yeah. So Washington's beaten four, right? My, my point is, like, would, would those fans just say, the Pac-12 is garbage? But the voters and coaches would disagree with you on both polls. Andy, you know what I want college sports fans to describe to me? Nothing at all. I don't care. Okay. I just just leave me alone at this point. <laughs> Moving on. Dolphins, Jets. Again, I got to bring got... this up, Andy. This is wait until you hear this. So this is the state of Jets fandom at this point. Kyle Aronofsky from the Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champs. The the Jets season, the Zach Wilson debacle. He's a third stringer now, man. It's It's broken him. Kyle is now full team fits. Full full uh fitz magic stan he was like you know what i was so fucking wrong like we were competitive in those games zach wilson's a debacle i wrote him the other day and i said fitz six weeks ago with 24 hours of prep six weeks ago six weeks ago today if you had called ryan fitzpatrick and you said you have 24 hours to come be the jets quarterback right now they would be a playoff team. I disagree. There's a reason he's not. There's a reason these guys retired, Joe. They know when they're done. 
that's kind of neither here nor there for me. But it is. I, I, and here's, here's the thing. People might call me crazy. I'll say the same thing about Tom Brady. I don't think they're a playoff team with Tom Brady. These guys retire and they retire because they know they're done. That's silly. The Jets, are a, silly? the Jets were a borderline playoff team with Zach Wilson six weeks ago. Like, like they, if they won half of their games in the last six weeks, they're a playoff team. Half? He's been atrocious. I know. It's sad. I just think the whole thing is sad. Atrocious, dude. Let us play defense. Be fucking smart. Complete he's, he's gonna, a, the occasional pass. The occasional. He's going to cost Salah's going to lose his job because of him. And then I hate to bring it up, and I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to bring it. I. It was like. It was like. I was like, it's the ship has sailed. But now, but now. Dude, we need to talk about the kid who's replacing him. Have you seen his college stats? Andy, have you seen his college stats? Is it Broyle? Yeah. What about Boyle. Boyle? He played at two schools. He played at UConn, where he threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. How is that possible? Oh, yeah. How is that? How is that even possible? How does a quarterback even play enough? If you're the coach of a college football team and your guy has one touchdown and eight interceptions, how is he still playing for you? He's just he was the Nathan Peterman of college football. How did he even get into the NFL? Who does he have pictures of Jim Ursay butt fucking his mammy? Like, well, you, well, you like know, he what, played, how he, did this happen? This is fifth season. He he played some games for the uh, Lions last year, or no, two years ago. He played. He has more interceptions than touchdowns in college. Well, he has a three to nine touchdown to interception ratio in, in the pros. Bro, that's better than he did in college. He had a one to thirteen interception ratio at his first school. And I was going to, what I was going to say was, because I didn't make a whole huge fucking deal out of it. We barely talked about it because let's be honest, the ship has sailed. No one is a bigger Kaepernick defender than me, but that ship sailed, dude. It's like, it just too, took too long. No one gave him the shot. John Elway's got the cursed quarterback fucking situation in the Broncos because he pretended he was trying to sign him when he wasn't. We know about the collusion. We know about whatever. But the dude wrote a letter being like, I'll, I'll join your practice squad. And the Jets were like, no. And then some other dude was like, hi, I'd like to join your practice squad. I played in Connecticut at the University of Connecticut where I led our team to zero wins. I threw for one touchdown and 13 interceptions. And that they're reading the letter and they're like, is that a misprint? Did he mean he, he threw for 13 touchdowns and one interception? Is he dyslexic? And he's like, no, indeed. I threw for one touchdown and 13 interceptions. They're like, we'll have you. That is insane. I was I off I the cap. I was off, I like I had let it go. I had let it go. And now I am offended that they did not say he was he's willing to play for the practice squad. A guy who went to the Super Bowl. I don't think he really was. I think that's bullshit. I he went to, he wrote a letter saying it I will join your practice squad. And it does and and who knows if he actually wrote that. I don't know if you actually would have done the practice squad. Well, if it was real, it's offensive that they didn't do a guy who went to the Super Bowl 
offered to join your practice squad, and instead you took the Nathan Peterman of college. So you're telling me you think the Dolphins cover? Uh, what's the spread? Nine and a half. Yes. Hard yes. It's at the awful MetLife Stadium, but I agree. I think the Dolphins cover. All right, can we get through these games kind of quicker? It's rock and roll. Saints-Falcons in Atlanta. New Orleans is a point-and-a-half favorite. I'll take the Saints. All right, I'll take the Falcons. Um, Steelers-Bengals. It's Jake Browning season. Pittsburgh's a two-point favorite in Cincinnati. I kind of like the Bengals in this game, but I'm going to take the Steelers. I kind of like the Bengals too. I've been thinking that all week. I'm like, because somebody, I told somebody, I think they get three more wins. And somebody's like, how are they going to get three more? I was like, dude, I think they win this week. I think they surprise people. I'll, I'll go, I'll take the Bengals. The one thing I'll say is the Bengals did not look good when Joe Burrow was hampered, but I got to imagine a hampered Joe Burrow is better than Jake Browning. Kenny Pickett's making defending him hard. And I'm not I've never defended him. I just think that some of the intangibles are there. I like it. They did fire their offensive coordinator. So yeah, they should so they my, should get that they should get that new offensive coordinator juice. They should get that Joe Brady Bills juice like last week. So my uh my neighbor of the street that would always put up the fire Canada sign. He's, he must be turned. Break your leaves, dude, by the way. YouTube is you these signs you're putting up. Your yard looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, fire Canada. How about rake those fucking leaves, you asshole? Canada's going to be on fire if you don't rake those leaves. Dude, I'm so pissed. You got to rake. You got to rake the leaves. That's the big problem. That's where the wildfires come from. <laughs> they had they had, a, they had a fucking HOA meeting last week. and. All of Ontario is going to be on fire unless this guy gets out and rakes his lawn. I couldn't make it. I was I was ready to go in there. X Y Z. We we got our latest. We got our latest HOA breakdown. I don't trust it. Forty thousand dollars in snow removal is what you're estimating next year. What if it doesn't snow? Where's that forty grand go? And how does that even work? They just they just say that's what they think, and then you just you guys just all split it up. Well, no, you know, I pay a monthly HOA fee. Okay. But when they put that, they like adjust your fee. Good question. These are questions that I wanted to have at the board meeting. You Here's my thing. I, you know, you know, I just don't trust anybody. You can't say your estimated expenses or whatever, 225 grand for next year. Like to me, that's weird. You're like, okay, well, where's all this going? I saw they had $1,600, I think for internet. And, and I'm like, internet at the at the clubhouse where the pool is sixteen hundred dollars we're getting internet from internet's seventy dollars a month it doesn't add up sixteen hundred you'd be the president of this thing fuck yeah I am you're gonna steal money I'm no I'm gonna be the president I'm gonna steal the money I want it for me they call me H O Andy <laughs> And he's like, can we rip through some of these games? And now, a quick three-minute sidebar on my HOA. Anyway, 
I'm going to say the Bengals. You're going to take the Steelers. All right, Panthers-Titans. You're like, let's rip through some of these games. I was like, Steelers, Steelers, Bengals. 15 minutes later, we've gone from your neighbor wanting Canada fired to his leaves to the HOA. To your HOA uh, slogan. Vote HOA Andy. Oh, yeah, man. I like that. I'm going to run with that. It's a good campaign slogan. Yeah. Okay. Game nobody cares about. Panthers Titans. I vote for a Karen when you can vote for a dick. (laughs) Joe Andy. (laughs) Man, you can be my campaign fucking uh, manager. Okay. Panthers Titans in Nashville. Titans are three and a half point favorites. Titans are shitty, huh? Yeah, they're bad. Three and seven. In Nashville, though. I'll go. I'll go with the Titans. They should definitely be tanking. Titans suck. I'm going with the Panthers. Panthers suck too. So who cares? All right. Bucks, Colts in Indy. Indy's two and a half point favorites. The Jim Ursay game, the Mammy game of the week. <laughs> Mammy will be watching from heaven. I feel like Jim Ursay and Baker Mayfield would be good buddies. They seem like they get along. For sure. Right? Yeah. Like those two personalities. Also, right. Jim Mersey and um, fucking Gardner Minshew. Oh yeah, I like your mustache. You could you could be in my tag team anytime. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he he we call 20- ourselves the Great Mammy Jammies. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Mersey had the nerve to tweet out. I mean, I'm just laughing. He had the nerve to tweet out that he had 29 grand of cash because he hands it out to homeless because he's making the world better. This fucking guy is unbelievable. He's uh, it's unbelievable. What's funny is he's we were talking about wrestlers before. He's the million dollar man. Remember? (laughs) He kind of looks like carry a briefcase of fucking cash around. That's not even a lot of money for me. I usually carry a million dollars in a briefcase and I offer it to anybody who thinks they can take down me and Minshew in a cage match. It was his bodyguard, Virgil, the black dude. <laughs> who's, his, who's his Virgil? Who's his Virgil? That's his mammy. <laughs> you can't talk. How dare you call me racist? I employed a black man to hold my briefcase when I was in wrestling matches for years. Oh, that's a great, that's a great pool. The million dollar man. I love old wrestling pools. All right. Bucks, Colts, two and a half indie faves in Indy. Um, I've lost track. I think I'm up first. I think. The Jim Irsay effect is bad on the Colts. I'm taking the box. Tough one. Money line. Pick of the week. I think the Bucks win the game. Okay. There it is. Pat's Giants. Wow. Rematch of these two amazing Super Bowls. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did you watch Mark Wahlberg on the yes. Manning cast? Why was he so angry to be there? 
Did you notice how unhappy he seemed? Well, he gets up at 2 a.m., so I think he was supposed to be in bed. Are you fucking with me? No. You don't know about that? No. Oh, he posted he gets up at 2 a.m. Um, to, like, work out and then pray and then work out and then pray. And he goes to bed at, like, 5 p.m. Is he a big religious guy? Yeah. Super Catholic. I think he found religion after he blinded that Asian man in a hate crime. Am I the only one that was watching the Manning cast? And I was like, listen, I love Eli and Peyton. I love these guys. But like, do I not know about Caitlin Clark's like violent racist history? Like, like, hey, Caitlin, do you want to come on? Uh, you'll be following the guy who blinded an Asian man in a hate crime. And then before a guy who electrocuted and hung dogs. And she's like, yeah, I'm in. I, I love it. They just had like Mike Vick on their hills. What's Mike Vick been up to? But but again, I I think like especially a lot of people don't know about the Mark Wahlberg thing and the Mike Vick thing. I think both things happened pre-cancel. I mean, we've already said it. Like if if you did something shitty before the cancel stuff happened, you were exempt from being canceled. It's kind of interesting. He also goes by Mike. I've noticed. Did you notice it's it's the Kobe yeah. changing the number? Yeah, he went course. from Michael when he was the, like the criminal, and now he's just Mike. Yeah, classic. Okay, New England, New York. The Patriots are three and a half point favorites. Wow, the Patriots are three and a half point favorites. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take the Giants. Yeah, I'm taking the I, Giants too. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't even understand the line. It's in New I'm York. In it. It's in New York. All right, I'll take the Giants. Yeah, me too. No love for Did Tommy DeVito choke on a chicken parm this morning. I don't know about it. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Jags Texans. This will be a good one. Very yeah. important for that division. Jags are a point and a half favorite in Houston. Texans have already beat them in Jacksonville. Yeah. Do they beat them again? Am I up first? I'm happy to do that. Um, No, I am. I'm going to take the Jags. Same. I just don't think you can beat them twice already. I don't think so either. I just, I also think the Jags are a better team. I think we have a nice little run. It'll be a fun run for Houston to try to make the playoffs. They probably won't. Maybe they will, but I don't think they're winning the division. I'll take the Jags. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Browns, Broncos. Ooh. Important game. Broncos are five and five. Browns are seven and three. Broncos are a point and a half favorite. It's in Denver. You're up first. Because it's in Denver, I'll take the Broncos. I think they're stupid for winning. I think it's going to be a gross game because Cleveland's defense is still really good. And Russell Wilson's the king of getting field goals on bad defenses. So I think I, I think we probably have a Scorigami Russell game. You know, it's somehow like eight, five Broncos at the end. 
Broncos have won four in a row. Can they win five in a row? Probably not. It's a great call. But also, do we trust in the Browns? Like, the Browns is going to keep winning games of backups. Yeah, I'm going to take the Browns. Wow, he goes against his boy. I'm just getting visions of him getting strip sacked multiple times. Yeah, yeah, you. That's that's probably smart. All right, Rams cards. Rams are point and a half favorite in Arizona. I'm up. I'll take the Rams. Same Z's. All right, Chiefs Raiders. Wow, I, we both missed that. The Chiefs now are fighting, going to be in a battle for this number one seed after that loss to the Eagles. And props Chiefs to the Eagles. Props to the Eagles. I know Eagles fans want me to say that. So, I mean, it was in Arrowhead. I don't care. I, I like the one thing. Zero is, points in the I, second half, man. Yeah, and I and listen, the situ, the receiver situation is it is a mess. Is a mess, and it's a debacle. And I think that they took what we talked about last game or last episode with Joe Burrow and like the how many fucking weapons can you possibly have? Like, do you think of it? They just took that. They took my theory of great quarterbacks make you know shitty receivers or like nobody's into decent receivers they've just they've taken that shit too far i think andy reed and the chiefs like uh, you know front office has taken that theory and they've overran it it's like he can't like if guys just can't like he's throwing perfect balls and guys are dropping fucking game-winning touchdowns um and listen i still don't love what I saw because like the Eagles, I mean, Jalen Hurts somehow he was like nine for 15 for 60 yards or something like that. And then after the game, they're like, Jalen Hurts might be the MVP. And he dropped to like even with Mahomes. I'm like, do we all watch the same game? I mean, the Chiefs defense played pretty well until, you know, late in the game. Um, but why don't I play a call about that? That's actually at, exactly the, at the same time. I will listen. It's in arrowhead forget the drops forget the shitty offense of the eagles like it's in arrowhead you won the game i will give you props here was a call about that about the whole mvp thing after that game hey uh first time caller this is fabian Durpo from illinois uh post game from the eagles niners I was looking at the odds on favor for mvp jalen hurts is now plus 250 leading the pack and I just stood there fucking blinking guy mean, thinking what Jalen Hurts has done to deserve to be MVP. I've been thinking about it, man. And honest to God, Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts are fucking Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. Honestly, Jalen Hurts is Brock Purdy with a little bit more athletic ability and a little bit less weapon. Let me know what you guys think. Love the show. Uh, thanks. What do you think about that? Did we lose Prano? He's just staring off. We might have lost him. I think it's a pretty good comparison as we wait for Joe to get back. The Purdy Hurts analogy isn't bad because they're both in really good systems. Hertz is definitely more athletic, definitely uses his legs more, had a rushing touchdown. But it is interesting that that game, 
his MVP odds increased, right? He didn't throw a touchdown pass, threw a pick. Fumbled it. He recovered his own fumble. But my point is, like, he led them when he had to. Had a rushing touchdown. Sorry about that. All good. I'm just saying, it's a pretty good call. I don't know if you heard the call. Yeah, I did. I did. I and I just... It hurts. I, I just... I, I And I, I just think that we can't get into the situation where the NFL MVP is just the quarterback on the team with the best record. That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. That's stupid. He looked, he looked pretty bad the whole game. That's what, oh, that's and, what I was and by saying. bad, I mean p- pedestrian. Not MVP. No. No, definitely not. So, the... Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites against the Raiders. It's in LA. I'm sorry. It's in Vegas. Chiefs bounce back after a loss at home. The smoke show fucking all the receivers catch all the balls. Huge. Yeah, I agree. Chiefs win big. All right. Bills Eagles. Eagles are three and a half point favorite in Philly. Do the Bills put together back-to-back games? I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills to win. Ooh! Yo, I, think Bills, I think the Bills win the game. I, I feel like we now you have a letdown game. Everything was about the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. And I think the Bills go into Philly and win a game. Interesting. All right, your Sunday night game. Ravens-Chargers in L.A. Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't like the half-point hook. You're up. I don't like the half-point hook. I'm going to take the Chargers. It's so stupid, but I'm going to take it the Chargers. Dumb. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I don't love that one. That one was dumb. I mean, that one might be my... This yeah. this might be the game where they start just saying "fuck you, Staley." The players we don't want to win. Yeah, with you. yeah, yeah. Does Sunday Night Football primetime game? Does the fake Asian fan make a appearance on TV? What's going on out here? Hold on one second. Hold on. I'm gonna say no. Sorry. I don't think the fake Asian fan makes an appearance. I hope she does, though, just so Twitter can just shit on the whole situation. The Chargers have no home fan base. I think she's there, right? Sunday Night Football, she's for sure there. You think? Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning towards no. That they because the NFL. Up. No, I think they absolutely do. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to take the Ravens. You'll take the Chargers? Yeah, I hate it, but I will. All right, Monday night, Bears-Vikes. In Minnesota, Minnesota's three-point favorites. I'm going to take the Vikings. Same. Bears is bad. Yeah. But I don't love that game. Like, I, I'm in a confidence pool, and I put the pretty low. Like, I think there's a there's a halfway decent shot because the Bears feeling themselves even though they lost the last game. Um, but I think Minnesota bounce back game. I think they're probably just, a, just like a better coach team than the Bears. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll get to some. Look at that. I said something nice about the Vikings coach who I've never mentioned on the show before last week. There you go. Being that we're almost at two hours and it's Thanksgiving. No calls. No more calls. 310-359-8365. I have a lot sitting there. So we'll get this. We'll get we'll get through those next week. Um you guys can see Joe live. You can see us live. Oh. Come to see us in New Orleans, Comedy House, New Orleans, December 16th, 1000th episode of the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm so excited. I've been tweeting and texting and Instagram messaging a lot of dirt balls that'll be there. Looks like a pretty cool crew that's come together, and I think it's going to be a pretty special event. So get your tickets to the thousandth Dirty Sports episode. If you buy tickets to one of my comedy shows at seven or nine, which Andy and the other Dirty Sports All Stars will all be performing on, you can do a bundle and get the Dirty Sports podcast for half off the ticket price, basically. And uh, yeah, come see me wherever. I'll also be, uh, you know, at the Hollywood Improv Lab doing a sports comedy night, December 5th. So come see me there. And if you're in Hawaii, good news. I'll be in Hawaii next week. I fly to Hawaii on Monday for a week, my first ever Hawaiian experience. If you're in, if you're on Oahu and you want to go have a surf, go have a spam masubi somewhere, hit me up, go have some poke. Let's do it. Um, also, Andy, we might have to record this Sunday night because I fly out for Hawaii early Monday morning. All so right. me, you, Marianne, Doe, we watch the Sunday night game, and then we doe the podcast. So you want me to do the show like start at like midnight, my time? Whatever. Whatever works for you. <laughs> or honestly, we, we could we could do a we could do a mid game. We could do a second half podcast and uh watch. We'll figure it out. We'll talk. I just pulled up pictures of side by side. Or Yoshi and um, Maddie Goldberg could do the episode next episode on Monday. Yeah, I just made it. By the way, I just made a stack of books for my. Uh, who is that? It's a million dollar man. Oh yeah, Ted DiBiase. And now you have. Let's do. Oh, how do I get them side by side? I don't think I can do that. Because I wanted to do a Jimmer. Jimmer say. All right, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for all the support. And we'll be back in a couple of days. Everybody Enjoy have a great with- Thanksgiving. Yeah. Enjoy time with the family, friends. Do your thing. Drink some Miller Lights. Just have a good time. Enjoy the holidays. We'll see you guys Monday. And as always, stay dirty.